Hey everyone, it's Michael White. How's it going? Um, I hope you guys are having a fantastic evening. Uh, I really appreciate you guys just plugging into our streams. Like, again, like this is gonna be a very interesting podcast for everybody because I'm actually gonna open up a lot to you guys, which you've seen us do on the podcast, but you're actually gonna see us open up a lot more, especially me today. So look, like a lot of you guys have followed our journey, literally like on Instagram, YouTube, watch us grow, watch us change. Um, and as I said, we wouldn't be able to do what we're doing without you guys. So even if you guys are, are, are here, you're there, you catch a stream here and there, we really appreciate you guys just taking your time because we understand how valuable your time is, right? Like you could be listening to other podcasters, yet you're here listening to us. So uh, we greatly appreciate that. So I'm going to play the promo video, then we're going to get started, um, and we're going to talk about today's topic. So again, um, as you guys know, again, I always say this every podcast, our podcast is literally not built off of hating women and it's not built off of hating men, but it's understanding certain behavior patterns or understanding certain dynamics to bring us together, right? Like certain taboo things that are not talked about, like submission, agreeableness, a man being a leader, a man being stoic. Um, a woman being compassionate, a woman learning to appreciate her man. These are all things that we talk about. And we also talk about like friendship stuff too, like how to uh, spot a flaky friend. Like we've covered so many topics. We've even brought on um, a financial advisor. Um, and we're also going to be bringing on like a health coach talking about how health and a relationship go together. So, you know, I mean, we're really just swinging for the fences to give you guys the best content that you deserve and the best time frame. That's why we go live at uh, uh, normally 530, between 530 and 6. But um, at the end of the day, our job is to help you not make the mistakes that we did because we're also learning on this podcast, too. Um, so I want you guys to be very prevalent of that, um, you know. So many topics, the topics are very dear to us. Like, I need you to understand that. Like, I want to cover a topic coming up called how walking away has power. It does. And I want to talk about that. So, again, today we're actually going to talk about emotional mastery in a relationship. Now, this can factor into many relationships. Uh, romantic interest, um, a friendship and a business relationship. Now I'm going to cover all three and we're going to break it down. Um, so you guys have the proper tools of learning how to manage your emotions. Now let's start number one with the emotion itself. A lot of times people say, well, I'm just emotional. Like you kind of just have to take them for how they are being an emotional person. And I'm not saying that a person can't be emotional, but when someone says, well, I'm just emotional, they're pretty much telling you that's just how it is. You just have to accept it, guy or girl. And it's like, no, like I don't mind if someone's emotional, but when they're constantly making emotional decisions instead of rational ones, 
now it becomes a problem because there's no mastery there, right? They're letting their emotions run their life instead of themselves. And we've all seen what it looks like when you let emotions run your life. You make poor decisions, right? Like, let's say, oh, I don't feel like going to the gym today. Then you just won't go. Oh, I don't feel like meeting up with my friend today. Just won't go. Um, You know what I mean? I feel, I feel, I feel like, and you know what I mean? You just don't end up committing to your commitments when you operate off that way, right? Men and women, you know? And that's why it's learning, especially for men, learning to be a little more stoic and women learning to um, be a little more self-control when it comes to their emotions. Um, And that's the thing, right? At the end of the day, because you can't ask a woman to change her emotions, but you can ask her to be more understanding of her emotions and how she expresses them, right? And how she deals with them on a day-to-day basis. It's like, you can't ask a man to be more stoic, but he needs to understand what being stoic and being a rock is before he can go out and display that. So um, let's start it off on a high note. And we're also going to have sounds. We're going to have fun guys, because again, at the end of the day, the reason why I started this podcast with Anthea is number one to educate number two for us to have a fun time doing it. Right? Like if we're not having fun, let's not do this. Um, So let's get started. Number one, in an emotional, when you're having a uh, romantic interest, right? You need emotional mastery because what you don't understand is when you date someone, you're going to have ups and downs. You're going to have disagreements. It happens. We've all been in relationships where we didn't like what the person said. um, And because we are emotionally attached to them, we're going to feel some type of way, right? Compared to if a stranger said it, we don't feel any type of way. But when this person that we love and care for says it, 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 it strikes a chord, especially if you really disagree with them. So what I want you guys to understand is you're allowed to disagree with somebody. But when you disagree, you should never get emotional about your disagreement. You see what I'm saying? So like, let's say like for me, example, right? Like I've been in a relationship where I said some things and they didn't agree with it, but they got really emotional. Oh, I can't believe you think like this. And, and I can't believe you feel this way. And literally a barrage of emotion just came my way. And again, like, that's why I'm going to try to educate both men and women. Women, you need to understand that men are not built to handle your emotions. We're not built that way. We are built to fix problems. But a lot of times women say, I want you to understand me. We're not women. That's what you need to understand. We are not women. We cannot keep up with your emotions. It just, it doesn't work, right? What we can do is we can't understand them, but we can listen and and um, and more of like be captain of the ship when it comes to your emotions. So when you get into that state as a woman, you need to understand, I'm going to give both roles. You need to understand how you're expressing your, expressing your emotions and how you're directing it towards like that partner. And as a man, this is where we also hold accountability is when she comes at you with those emotions, don't get emotional with her back because now you get a screaming match on your hand. Um, you know, now you're getting um, no understanding. So what you really want to do 
as a man, so let's say as a woman, she's coming at you with her emotions in a healthy way, not in a non-healthy way, but I'm saying she's learned to master her emotions. She's coming at you saying like, babe, like I feel this type of way or I feel this way and it's healthy. As the man, you're supposed to, um, you know, be stoic and say, babe, I get it. I understand it. Uh, you know, if she's looking for a problem, like a solution, you give her a solution. But if she's looking to listen, just listen, just be stoic about it. Because a lot of times, like women will tell you, hey, I don't want you to fix my problem. I just want you to listen to my problem. And that's what I'm trying to say. You never want to get her to change her emotions or control them, but you want her to understand her emotions. So when she expresses them to you, it's always in a healthy way. And then as a man, you're able to say, okay, I can, you know, process or I can listen very diligently. But when you're coming out of the wood chipper um, as a woman and you're just like, blah, 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 my emotions, blah, blah, blah. And you're literally just out here like going nuts. It's like, nope. You can't do that because now you're going to create a screaming match because usually whoever the recipient is, the man or the woman, now they're going to get loud. The man's going to get loud now too, right? So then it just goes like, like boom, 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 until you guys are both emotionally drained, right? And that's not what you're looking for. So that's why I was saying that when you have a conversation, you both need to learn a woman needs to learn to master her emotions and a man needs to learn to master his so you can get specifically outcomes. Women are naturally emotional, right? And they don't like to hear this for some specific reason. But again, a lot of your a lot of women's decisions are made emotionally, right? And a lot of men's decisions are made logically. Some men's are made emotionally and some women's decisions are made logically. It can go back or back and forth at the end of the day. But if you are like with a woman that's happily and healthily emotional and as a man, you're happily emotional, then you know how to deal with her emotions, right? And that's the thing. Like when she gets in that state, you know what to do. You're not like, oh, I'm tired of you being emotional. You're too this or too that. Now she's going to be like, well, you don't care about me because you're saying my emotions are not important. You're ignoring my emotions. And that's what I said, as a man, we also have to learn to acknowledge, but as women, they also have to learn how to come at a man with their emotions in a healthy, positive way. You can't come screaming, yelling, saying, Hey, you don't do this. You don't do that. You can't be nitpicking. You have to understand, even though you're feeling emotional, you have to be able to communicate effectively. We are adults. And that's what I'm making like very clear. When I say this, I don't care how emotional you are a man or a woman, you're still an adult. You can still conduct yourself in an appropriate manner, right? And I, look, guys, I'm going to sit here. I've taken some L's with some women. I've had some, not screaming matches, but like disagreements or whatever, because I didn't practice the stoicism. I knew about being stoic, but I didn't practice it, right? The woman's coming at me with her emotions. And a lot of the times, like maybe like one or two, um, it was positive, but majority of the women that I did, it was very negative, just very like, like, just like someone was pouring a bucket of water on you and another bucket and another bucket. And I'm trying to like be stoic, but then I'm just like, look, I'm tired of you like doing X, Y, Z, you know what I mean? And then exploding. Right. And 
part of masculine energy is being able to have authority over one's emotions, being able to control your emotions, being able to um, direct them. It doesn't mean you're emotionless. It means that you understand how to control yourself. Um, so for me, like that's very important. So in a relationship context, as I was saying, is especially when you're picking a partner, pick a partner that knows how to deal with emotional mastery, that knows how to deal with their emotions, either a female or a male, right? Because you can't be out here splurging um, verbal, like, like cuss words and stuff like that, because emotional mastery doesn't do that. So if you do conduct yourself that way, emotional damage, it means you don't know how to communicate effectively. If you're swearing at your partner, cussing at them, um, you know, disrespecting them, now you're literally disrespecting the relationship because what you're not understanding is the foundation is built off of respect. And then the walls are emotional mastery and boundaries. So understanding how to conduct yourself in the relationship, right? But if you were conducting yourself in inappropriate ways, like as I said, with the swearing and the cussing, and the berating and the nagging and all those other things, other men or women, because some men do too, um, what you're doing is creating cracks in the foundation of respect. And every time you spew these things, what you're saying is, I don't respect you. That's what you're saying. Now, do people slip up? They do. People sometimes in the heat of the moment say things that they're not proud of. But I would urge you, to understand your emotions so you don't do that because sometimes if you say something you cannot come back from it you cannot come back from it like you are done right like and that's the thing i've had that happen i before used to tolerate a lot of bad behavior where i'm at now i don't um and i dated somebody and we had a disagreement and she called me a joker and she wasn't joking but she was like, oh, you're such a joker, um, blah, 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 blah. I literally just cut the relationship right then and there. Because to me, that's unacceptable behavior. I never called her no name in the book, never nothing. Like this was like the first time that I actually practiced stoicism. Um, I wasn't getting emotional. As soon as I heard those words like slip out of her mouth, like you're a joker, you're a fool, literally relationship over. Because what happens is, is the person doesn't respect you in that moment and they're letting their emotions take over. They're letting their emotions guide it. And that's why I'm telling you that when you make emotional decisions like that, what happens is, is you can't come back from them because you might say something and the person might be like, nah, sorry. Like, let's say you call them names or insult them or put them down. They're breaking up with you. No exceptions. They're walking away. And even in those situations, when you say, well, I don't want to be with you, we're breaking up. Some people might be like, you say that, you're, you, you, that's it. You can't come back from that. So that's why emotional mastery is so important, understanding your emotions. Because if you don't, and you're just literally like, I'm just going to be this emotional person, and you want to operate that way, that's fine. No one's telling you how to be, but what is your win-lose ratio rate? Are you retaining more friends? Are you retaining more relationships? Are you keeping more of your jobs? Or 
are you losing? Are you losing friends? Are girls not sticking around or guys, um, you know, at your workplace? Does, does nobody like you? Uh, you keep going from job to job. Like you really need to understand the importance of mastering your emotions, right? And expressing them in healthy ways that are not um, negative or in ways that are um, destructive is what I like to say. So in a relationship context, as I said, and you also got to understand, if you're not healed, you should not be getting into a relationship because then you don't have emotional mastery, right? Because you haven't done the internal work to heal. You haven't done the internal work to um, be a better version of yourself. So now you're entering in this relationship with no emotional mastery, feeling based. And then in this relationship, you're going to act ways that are not very conducive to taking the relationship to the next level or even further steps. You're going to be more harmful um, in the relationship. So I would say, number one, if you haven't healed, don't date. Number two, if you haven't like addressed your emotions, like via healing and like, you know, childhood traumas and all those other things, don't be dating people. And that's the problem. You have people out here dating people and they haven't learned to master their emotions. They haven't dealt with their traumas. They haven't dealt with healing. And then they're in the marketplace actually damaging other people that actually have healed or connecting with other damaged people and creating more damage for the next person to deal with. And we don't want to do that. We don't want to create more problems or create more damaged people in the dating marketplace. But a lot of people, that's what we're doing. So for me, like that's a no. You know, we got to shut that down like right away. Number two, friendships. Now, again, friends come and go like anything else in life. Some friends you'll hold on to for a lifetime and other friends are just seasonal. But no matter what category they fall in, you still have to learn to master your emotions within that friendship. Now, what I mean by that is, again, with your friends, you're going to disagree. Not everybody thinks on the same page. I have best friends that we disagree on many things, but there's still a foundation of respect and love there um, because like I believe in God, they don't. Do I love them and care for them? Yes, because there's that foundation of respect. We're not like disrespecting each other, right? And I think that at the end of the day is the most important goal of all. But even when we have disagreements, and this and this is either with um, my male friends or just even female associates, I never get heated. I never get angry. I might get frustrated, but I never let it go to anger, right? I always pull myself back and say like, yeah, I might disagree with you, but that's your point of view. That's fine. But I have my point of view. Can we move on to a different subject? Can we move on to a different topic? And I keep the, and I keep the ball moving, right? Like, but if they don't want to let it go, then I just end the conversation because Again, continuing the conversation is only going to make one of the parties mad. So that's what I'm saying is you also have to learn emotional mastery for that reason. And again, number two for emotional mastery within a relationship. And I'll also cover one thing for a relationship and a friendship. People are going to do things that you don't like, right? And that's the thing you need to understand is why are you letting what somebody does dictate how you feel. 
it doesn't make sense. Even okay, even from a romantic relationship or even in a friendship. So let's say romantically somebody does something you why are you letting what they do dictate how you feel? You can tell them that you don't like it, but why are you dictating and saying, oh, like what you said, like really hurt me and blah, blah, blah. I'm not saying that you can't say that you're not hurt. But what I'm saying is why are you letting it dictate like your whole day? Why are you letting it dictate your emotions? Now, some people might say, well, Michael, you don't understand like love and all these other things. And all I really have to say to you is... Because at the end of the day, you need to understand one basic thing across the board, and that is know how what somebody does should never dictate how you feel. What they do, even if you're friends with them or you're dating them romantically, you might not like the things they do, but it should not dictate your life. If your partner does something, and yeah, you bring it up and you address it. But you don't let it like dictate like, oh, like what you did was like really mean and blah, blah, blah. Yo, clearly you have no emotional mastery. Me, if I'm going to handle the situation, I'll be like, look, right on the spot. I don't like what you did. Don't do it again. I don't need to get emotional about it. I can let you know that you've crossed a boundary and that you should not do it again. Because if you do, there's consequences. I can do that. And that's what I'm trying to tell you what is what you should do. But a lot of times we let what people do dictate how we feel in a friendship or a relationship. And that is not conducive to emotional mastery. That leads you down the path of destruction. You are going to have destructive romantic relationships and or friendships because everything that someone does, either a friend or a um, lover, you're going to base your feelings dictated off what they do. So that means that you have no control. That means this outside force controls everything. How you feel, what you do. So if they treat you well, you feel well. They treat you bad, you feel bad. No, you should feel good, good across the board. So even if they treat you bad, you let them know that they cost the boundary, but you don't let it define your day. You don't. Now, that is not easy to do because sometimes outside things are going to piss you off. They're going to, right? I, and I've had them happen. Sometimes they, like, outside things will happen. I'm like, man, I'm mad. But at the same time, I'm like, yo, why am I letting this dictate how I feel? I decide how I feel, not my emotions. I do. And a lot of times what I notice in life, what we'll do is we'll put our life on autopilot when it comes to our emotions. We'll put the car on auto start and we'll just kind of let our emotions just drive us down the road instead of us saying, you know what? I actually have to keep my hands on the wheel. I have to decide if we turn left, right, go straight, do a U-turn, go on the highway. I have to decide, not my emotions. And when you can make decisions like that, life's a lot easier for you. And I'm going to say why. Look at a lot of pro athletes and I'll use like a few that I like. Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Tom Brady, um, these type of, of athletes, for their sport, we're not talking about their personal life, but for their sport, they have emotional mastery. That's how comes they're able to perform at the level they perform at. Ask yourself, when you look at someone like Tom Brady and all the rings he has and Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant, they didn't get there by being emotional. 
They got there by having emotional mastery and performing regardless of how they felt. That's how they got those results. You don't get to do what they do being overly emotional or having no emotional mastery. When you look at a lot of these guys and their level of performance up here, like think about it when they're on the field, like, or on they're on the court, they're performing at high levels. Even when things are like tense, like they might be losing X, Y, Z might be happening. They're still stoic. They're not losing their cool. They're not, oh my gosh, oh look, there's only like 20 seconds on the clock, guys. We're not going to make it and blah, blah. They're stoic. They're like, we need to get this done. We need to handle this. And that's what I'm trying to say that you need to have the same attitude as them because then you can become an elite performer in your life, all around with your friends, your relationships, all of it. Not this, I feel like, no, like we need to get the job done. And that's what understanding emotional mastery is because I don't look up to anybody, but when I look at these sports guys, I'm like, damn, like he got seven rings because of X, Y, Z. He learned to master his emotions. He doesn't get overly emotional. He has emotional mastery. Now, even for the women, Serena Williams, great person. She has emotional mastery. You don't get to do what she does without having emotional mastery. And it does apply to your personal life. If you can pull that over and bring that into your personal life, you are going to have a great, great personal life. And these are things that I'm actually learning to do is not let what people do bother me outside. So like if they talk to me or not, don't really care. You don't return text messages, cool. You're pretty much giving me the sign that you don't want to do this conversation or you're not a conversationalist. So I don't really need to talk to you that much. Um, so those are the lessons that you learn. Now we're going to get into it in the business side. <sighs> Sorry, guys, a little bit of a stuffy nose on the business side of things. So with business, sometimes it could be a lot tougher because either you're dealing with an employee, you get a paycheck every two weeks, or you have a business partner. So we're going to get into it in the employee part of it and then the entrepreneur side of it. So the employee side of it, there's always going to be BS at work. No matter what way you spin it, there's going to be people you like, there's going to be people you don't like. There's always going to be BS there, right? And it's it's more of a question of can you wipe it from your eyes and can you just sift through it and deal with it? I'm not saying deal with it, like just put up with it. But what I'm saying is, can you put yourself in a sports athlete mindset and master your emotions in that moment? In the work environment, people are going to do things you don't like. People are going to either stab you in the back or be shady. You might get treated poorly. But that's the thing. In the hindsight of things, yes, you want to have a healthy work environment, but you're there to perform. At the end of the day, you're there to give a performance and that's it. So again, if you can master your emotions to say, yeah, like X, Y, Z happens at work, but I'm not going to let it disturb my performance. I'm going to master my emotions right now. I might feel this way. And there's healthy ways that I'm going to discuss for you to um, express your emotions if you're feeling that way. But I would say, in the workplace, the job is to, to get it done. 
no matter how you feel about an employee, no matter how you feel about your boss, no matter how you feel about the workload, no matter how you feel if you're getting shafted, right? What you do is you always have options. If you're emotionally mastering your emotions, you say, look, this is a pit stop for me. I'm going to take my life from here to here. Or you say, I'm going to look for better jobs with more money, or I'm going to stay where I'm at for a short period of time. Or what you're going to even do is, if you're trying to keep your peace, which should be number one, is just avoid conversations with certain people or try to keep them short and brief. Don't have long-winded conversations with them, especially if you know that you don't deal with them on that level. Like you don't really, um, your personalities don't really mesh. Why are you having long conversations with them then? Just because it's work? No, cut it short. Oh, hey, how you doing? Great. Okay, bye. Move on. Because again, don't keep it longer than it needs to be. So these are all little great tips. Now, on the business side of things, right? Especially if you have business partners. It's always going to be difficult, right? Because you guys are going to see two different visions. You guys are going to have two different under um, two different goals. And what you need to understand is you need to listen, both of you, to each other's points of view. And you need to focus on the task at hand, why you guys partnered up together and what's the end result. That's what's important. Now, if they want to be overly emotional about it, that's no problem. But things don't get done and it can only drag on for so long. So then a discussion needs to have. Are you in this or are you out of this? Right? Like that's it. Because a lot of times I'm not saying partnerships don't work, but partnerships only work if you're both moving at the same speed. Right? So if one is slowing down and the other one's speeding up, the other one's trying to catch up to the other one. You know, like Fred Flintstone and Barney Rubble, Fred Flintstone was always pedaling faster than Barney. You know what I mean? So you really got to understand it that even in when you're dealing with like partnerships or you're even dealing with, um, like, let's say like for me, like I have people that work for me, not like contractors, but I outsource a lot of my work um, for the podcast out, you know what I mean? Like to like my social media team, my VA and things like that. Right. So at the end of the day, like sometimes in those even relationships, um, you, not disagreements, but more of misunderstandings can be happening, miscommunication, all these things, you know, because you have a vision of you're like, I really want to get my project like to the top and, you know, just things are happening. But you also got to understand that you got to manage your emotions. You can't get emotional about it. You know what I mean? Like, yes, you might want the perfect website. You might want, you know, to start making money now, but you don't have time to, to get into your emotions. You need to get to work. You need to, to say, okay, look, guys, we disagree on X, Y, Z, or like, Try to get to a place of understanding where you can get the work done, right? And then, as I said, if it's not working out, then you just say, hey, I don't think this is really working out. I greatly appreciate your service. And you look for someone else to help fulfill the task. That's the best options that you have. Sorry for the yawning, guys. Um, But I want to talk about how to actually deal with your anger or not anger, sorry, how to deal with your emotions. You can go to the gym. That's a great one. I love going to the gym. Fitness is always great. Um, you could take on new hobbies and activities. Rock climbing, painting, 
anything within the artistic wheelhouse or just start doing more things that you love that are going to bring more joy into your life. Um, meditation, prayer, um, things to help you master your emotions and understand yourself on a better level. Um, but there are ways to do it to master your emotions, right? So I would say don't don't sit there and let your life be guided by your emotions because then you're literally like a car going like this all the time. And, um, you know, you're literally going to sound like this to especially high-respected people. The way I was feeling, and I was feeling different inside, and I have to psychological dirty It's just going to sound like a bunch of gibberish because it's like at the end of the day, you're saying that I have no control over my life. I feel how I feel. Instead of saying like, yeah, I might feel some type of way, but, you know, I want to get the job done or I want to get my goals done or I want to get my dreams done or I want to have peace of mind or, you know, when I'm dealing with a boyfriend or girlfriend, you know, yeah, we might disagree, but everything always comes from healthy retrospects. It's never destructive. Um, you know, when I deal with my friend, I love him, I love her or whatever, but we never operate in destructive areas. It's not chaotic. And that's the thing. Emotional mastery is mastery over chaos. It doesn't mean chaos doesn't happen, but you master chaos instead of letting chaos reign free. So as I said, guys, hopefully this podcast really helps you out. Uh, I'll be going live tomorrow. Um, We have a live that I'll be doing tomorrow, probably in the morning, actually, because I have some things to do in the day. But um, we'll probably be going live tomorrow morning. And I greatly appreciate you guys just coming on. Just also remember, guys, we do require something from you from this podcast. And that is that you like, share, and subscribe. I wanted to save this till the end, but we're trying to get the the YouTube channel to 1,000 subscribers. And we can only do that with you guys. We are one click away. And it's free. It doesn't cost you anything. It costs you one click. So please, if you come to this podcast, please like, share, support us, love us. And we are going to keep making sure that it's our sole mission to deliver you the content that you deserve. Take care and I'll see you tomorrow.